You're now tuned in to Urban Outdoors Podcast with me, your host, Doug Burdell, and my following, the In the Wing Gang. We're here to talk about the outdoors, from hunting, camping, fishing, boats and kayaks, gardening, hiking and health. So if it sounds good to you, then join the gang. Because while they're in the house, we're in the wind. Urban Outdoors. What's going on, gang? It's Sunday. We got a late show. It's almost 11 o'clock. But this week, we're just going to be talking about, well, I'm going to be talking about 20 things I feel like everybody should know. Just as basic 20 things that you should know just so you can just survive, period. So we're going to discuss that. It's a little fallback Sunday. Uh, hope everybody set their clocks for it. But, um, yeah, we're just going to chill this week. So, before we jump into everything, I'm going to leave you with these messages brought to you by Anchor. Thank you. Welcome back to the show. Uh, like I said this week, we chilling. We're going to discuss some things that I feel like everybody needs to know. I got 20 things. But at this time, I want everybody, whatever you drink, start drinking on your drink. If you smoke, light up. But we chilling today. Today I'm on some 1800 and some good old herbal essence. And we just going to kick it like that. So we just going to jump right in it, number one. And I feel like everyone needs to know how to start a fire. And this, and I'm not just saying start a fire like with a lighter and a match. I'm talking about everyone should know how to start a fire without a lighter and a match. Whether it be a flint and steel and everything I'm going to mention, you're going to have to practice it. Don't just wait until you need something and say, oh, I remember Doug said, and then try to use it then and you had no idea. Uh, that ain't going to work. A flint and steel that's just, you know, a piece of uh, a ferro rod and something to strike that rod to create a spark that's going to hit something dry and create a fire. You're tender. But a little cool way to start a fire, if you didn't know, is if you take a steel wool scrubby pad and a 9-volt battery and touch them, both ends, it'll light right on fire. If you don't have a 9-volt, three double-A batteries at work, but you have to line them up in a line, all three in a line where they're all touching each other. Then you take the steel wall, touch the ends on each side, and then it'll light up that way. Also, you can have spontaneous combustion to start a fire. You can, like an oil rag. That's why they say never leave oil. An oil rag just sitting out because it's called spontaneous combustion. Now, this method is going to take a little longer. If you're ever to die deep, right, take an oily rag and just sit it in like a cardboard box with newspaper and all that. But sit that in the sun and it'll start heating up itself. You'll see it start smoking. Now, granted, it might take a couple hours, but it will work. Trust me, it will work. Then they have an easier method. The good old bottle of the sun work too. You know, the bottom of a bottle or like a um, 
um, glasses, a pair of eyeglasses, some bifocals. You use that with the sun, and that'll start a fire too. But you need some kind of, you know, some method to start a fire just in case you don't have matches, you don't have a lighter. You should always know an alternative method to start some fire. Number two, everyone needs to know how to survive in the wilderness, a night in the wilderness. You never know what might happen. So I feel like you and your family should practice this method. Camping, start off with the camping, right? I would start off camping, you know, your comfy, coat, your, your comfy, cozy camping. And then each time you start camping, I would try to bring less and less and less and less stuff until you don't even have to bring a tent and y'all can y'all can build a shelter as a family. That way, if the time ever comes and you ever need it, y'all will be prepared as a unit, not just dad knowing everything and trying to um, teach everybody something to do while they're also panicking. So that's a good, I would, everybody needs to learn how to spend the night out in the wilderness. You never know. Number three, everyone needs to learn how to use basic hand tools. If you look around your house, Everything can be fixed with a basic hand tool. Now, granted, I understand people might have power tools, but if we're expecting the worst, we're expecting no power, right? So, we at least we at least need to get familiar with hand tools and how to use them and what they're and what they're made for. When you need them, you know how to use it. You're not trying to learn on the fly. Number four, everyone needs to learn how to purify water. Now. You have the store-bought method with the Sawyer straws and the Sawyer uh, uh, bladder packs and all that. You have the water purifi- purification tablets. Those, those will work too. You have a UV lamp you can get. That's kind of, it's like a, a lamp. It's literally a UV lamp. It's little, but it, you, you spin that into the water that you're going to drink, and it, it uh, kills off microorganisms it doesn't kill off all the other stuff like all the bad everything but it kills off some of the stuff and then you have your good old-fashioned boiling the water now the boiling water method right everybody says boil the water boil the water but i want to tell y'all this if you're going to boil your water right it's not good until your water has been boiling for one i'm talking about a rolling boil so a rolling boil means from the time not the time that you put it on the heat but the time that your water starts boiling itself it needs to boil for at least one minute to kill off all the stuff that's in the water that's called a rolling boil so after it starts boiling then you want to set the timer for one minute and let it boil for a minute and then you should be good to go from there i mean so let's learn how to purify water um number five Everyone should learn how to create a shelter. I feel everyone needs to know how to create a shelter just in case your life depends on it. Always keep a tarp in your go bag because uh, your tarp always can provide a roof. It's easy for you to build up walls, but it's not always easy to build a roof. So if you can always keep a tarp with you, you always kind of got a shelter with you at all times. So world number six, everyone needs to know how to make a raised bed. And it doesn't technically mean you'd have to learn how to make a raised bed all like uh, using the wood. But everyone needs to know how to get themselves off of the ground. Because if we're 
outside, and let's just say weather is bad. If the weather is cold, if you're sleeping directly on the ground, it's going to suck that right out your body. The, the, the ground is going to suck the heat out your body. And it's not going to be, it's not going to, you might not wake up, to tell you the truth. So, if you don't know how to make a raised bed with using logs, which isn't hard, but now that you, if you're listening to this, just Google, I mean, just YouTube how to make a raised bed, and you'll see the visual how to make one. But, make a raised bed. If you can't, if you don't know how to make a raised bed, always, you can always pile leaves up on the ground. You know what I mean? Pile, take all the leaves, take all the debris, pile, make a good pile of that. Then lay a mat over top of that. Then lay your sleeping bag on top of that. That will get you up off the ground. But you want to create a layer between you and the ground. So you're not directly on the ground and it's not sucking your body heat out. So number seven, you want to learn how to hunt too. And that's for everything. Like everybody learns, wants to learn how to hunt because Hunting will be a big boost in your survival. If you can land big game, you can hold out a whole lot much longer than someone that's trying to survive every day. It's a big difference. If I can kill me two or three deer, like bucks, a whole buck, like and I can chop that, I can I can butcher that down. That can feed my family longer. Than me trying to go fishing every day or trying to hunt for a squirrel every day. But also, it's other means of hunting, which we're going to get into that too. But the more skillful of a hunter you are, the more food you can bring home. So learn now. Practice your hunting. The better hunter, the better hunter you become, the better provider you become for your family. So number eight. This, this goes hand in hand with the, with the hunting. You want to become a better trapper. Learn how to trap. Trapping goes hand in hand with the hunting. It, it's good for the small game. The rabbits, the squirrels, uh, possums, raccoons, uh, and the small foxes, small animals. Small, the small things is good for that. Chipmunks, I don't care. Whatever you, it's, it, it's something that you could do to provide some, some, uh, some protein to you so number nine is you need to learn how to make a spear i mean i feel like you need to learn how to make some kind of basic weapon i don't care if it's a mallet or something but you have to create something that can defend you that you can defend yourself out there and you want to create something with a length and i say a spear because it has a length on it so like you don't have to be that close you have to be close but you don't have to be that close to kill something with it it gives you a distance between you and the uh the enemy or the predator that's always that's always something you need to learn how to do you need to learn how to make a sling too now that we're getting on this predator and stuff predator prey you need to learn how to make a sling that could save your life we're out here in the wild just in case you never know anything can happen and you might need to you know might need to sling yourself up bandage yourself up anything happening out there while you're out there on your own number 11 you need to learn how to sharpen your tools so nine times out of ten we have knives out here you need to learn how to sharpen your knives i know a lot of people that say i know a lot of people say that they like knives but i never hear them saying they sharpen their knives one thing you gotta do is find a smooth round rock and um 
take small circles on your edge of your knife and however many you do on one side you do the exact same many on the other side so you do it so you always know you're doing it evenly and that can keep you in the game number 12 you need to learn how to fish feel what i'm saying you know the old saying i can give you a fish you'll eat today i can teach you how to fish and you can eat for a lifetime so fishing that's a big and it's skill to it too i know a lot of people think you just go out here and you just throw the line and something's going to bite. It's not that easy. Sometimes it is. And it's nine times out of ten, it's always easy like that for the beginners. But once you call yourself a fisherman, it doesn't get, you have to, skill comes in. You have to know your feeding times, when they're, you know, going to be biting, where they hide at, like shady areas. They like, you know, they like debris. They, they fish don't just be out in the open all the time the best the best thing i can tell you is if you ever seen a fish tank fish don't just always swim at the top of the tank they're normally down at the bottom of the tank with all the little toys and stuff that you have so they can hide in that so it's the same thing when they're in oceans and lakes and rivers um number 13 we need to learn how to butcher because we're doing all this i'm catching fish we're hunting we're trapping we need to learn how to process our meat so we can we can survive and we can benefit and get the most out of our meat that we're killing out here. We just don't want to be just killing for no reason. This is the we're 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 killing to take I mean we're killing so we can keep our, our life going. We're not just killing for sport. Um so you definitely need to learn how to butcher so you can get the most out of every animal that we take down. Number fourteen, we need to learn how to preserve meat now think about this i know you're like preserve meat yeah let's just say let's say power goes out like i say we don't have power so it's not like we have a refrigerator now depending on where you're at if you're in a cold environment then it's a little easier for you to preserve meat out in the wild because you have snow and everything now and also you can bury it down because it's colder but if you're in a warm of our a warmer environment, we can't just bury we can't just bury the food because it's it's still warm. So it's still gonna go bad. So with that being said, you will probably smoke it. You'll slate slate, you'll probably slate and smoke you and smoke the meat in hot ways. So you'll probably make jerky and things like that. So that preserves it for a whole lot longer. Um, number 15. We need to learn how to cook outside. And when I say cook outside, I'm, it's, it's not like I'm not saying a cookout cook outside. But I'm, I'm literally we need to learn how to cook outside. We need to learn how to make a fire pit or a place to cook, period. Without a grill and our natural things that we're naturally normally used to using you know we i always say like well you know grills just came came about how did they do it before all this happened you know all this modern technology they built a whole bunch of homes and everything without all these cranes and all that so i try to tap into that because them are them are really the smart people so that's what i like to tap into um what number was that number 15 no number 15 was how to cook outside okay i'm sorry we're on number 16 how to tan 
animal hide. Now, if you don't know what a tan animal hide is, this is when you skin the animal and the left though, like the skin of it. You got to tan that so it can be processed and used for clothing. And that process is normally used with salt and egg yolk in the sun. But um, And you also got to stretch it out. But it's a whole process to it. But you have to learn how to do it. You should learn how to do it. I just feel like this is stuff that people need to learn how to do to say that you can really survive if times really got bad. Um, number 17, you need to learn how to sew. Just like I just said, we're tanning the animal high. So that means we have material to make clothing and goods, whether it means clothes, a, a blanket, or a bag. We have, we have the ability to make things. So you need to learn how to sew so we can put everything together. Number 18, you need to learn how to forage. There's so many plants around us that we can use to keep us healthy. You know what I mean? You really need to know them. Um, stores aren't always going to be available to us, but we're not always going to have a pharmacy. So if you could become your own pharmacy and know what can keep your family healthy and, and, and surviving on your own, that's just right around, that's a big benefit. Trust me, you need to know that. Navigation. Everyone needs to know how, needs to get this navigation thing down. And when I say navigation, I mean, you need to know how to read a map, how to read a compass, and how to use the sun for time. That's all part of nav navigation. I really feel I really feel like that's a big one. I don't know why I got it way down here, but I was just jotting things down because I, I just pulled this from, I have a whole list of stuff, but I just took 20 things. So for number 19, you need to learn how to navigate and that'll save your life. Um, one thing about navigation, if you ever lost, try to find water, water leads to a city somewhere. Um, and number 20, I don't know why this is so far down, but I, I must almost forgot about it when I was writing it. But you need to learn how to tie knots, all different kind of knots. Knots will help you for survival and it will help you if you need to uh, restrain something. So knots help you with hunting, fishing and survival. So that's the 20 things that I feel like everyone needs to know. And we did it in about 20 minutes. So hope everyone gets on the ball and takes up all 20 things. Learn how to do these things. It'll help you. Trust me, it'll help you. It'll help you, it'll help you, it'll help you. So until next week, why they're in the house, we're in the wind. Urban Outdoors. If you would like to support this podcast with a small monthly donation to help sustain future episodes, I will highly appreciate it. 
You can find the link in episode description for anyone who would like to show their support. And once again, thank you. I want to thank everybody for listening today. Any listener want to join the In the Wing game? You can head on over to urbanoutdoors.online, find something you like, and if you feel like, you can send me a picture of whatever you bought on Instagram, urban underscore outdoors underscore. Send me a DM, and I'll post you on the page. Because while they're in the house, we're in the wind. Urban Outdoors. Now back to the show. It's survival time. Each week, I'll read one page from the Ultimate Bushcraft Survival Manual. This book has 272 wilderness skills. The goal is to learn them all. So as I grow, we grow. Let's learn to survive in the wild. Alright gang, this week on Survival Time, be a better trapper. So, read it. There are many reasons to add trapping to your survival skill set. It's a great way to take game animals that are not practical to hunt, such as nocturnal ones. To maximize your chances of getting game and to take animals when you're not even present in both the wilderness survival and long-term disaster scenarios, trapping makes a lot of sense. Here are four staples of trapping success. Make your pick. Trapping begins with knowing which animal you're after. Excuse me, that's my dog asleep. Make your pick. Trapping begins with knowing which animal you're after. How will you know which trap or bait to use if you don't pick a target species? How will you know the right place to trap if you don't learn about your cord? Pick one local abundant species and learn its behavior. This will give you the greatest start to a trap line. Use quality traps. The embarrassment that passes for trapping gear in most store-bought survival kits is not useful. Sorry. 10 inches of hair-thin brass wire won't make a snare. Use braided steel cable and metal slide locks. Be exclusive. If a variety of species are present at a trapping site, use bait that excludes non-target species. This will obviously vary they will only draw in the target critters not the others let the snow work for you if you're careless your traps can be hopelessly buried beneath the snow try try to set some large angled logs that raise up out of the snow exposing rock outcrops and other high points for animals to run above the snow snow can be a trapper's friend if you let it Snow covers up animals' food sources. It can even hide their travels. I'm sorry. It can even hinder their travels. This can make your bait even more appealing and make the path towards it seem like a natural choice. And that's this week on Survival Time. Becoming a better trapper. While they're in the house, we're in the wind. Urban Outdoors. Okay, gang, we have the quote of the week. Don't know who it's by, but once again, 
I just feel it. So I'm bringing it to you. It reads, failure will never overtake you if your determination to succeed is strong enough. I'm going to let you sit on that for a week. Have a good one. And I'll see you next week. Butter in the house. We're in the wind. Urban outdoors. It's that time of the show again. I know. I enjoyed myself today, too. I want to thank everybody for stopping by. If this is your first time to the show, please leave a review, good or bad. If you enjoyed the show, subscribe to the show and tell a friend. If you would like to contact me, follow me on Instagram, urban underscore outdoor underscore. Hope to hear from everyone soon. I want everybody to be better today than they was yesterday. And we'll see everybody next week. While they're in the house, we're in the wind. Urban Outdoors. <laughs>